Welcome back to Nathan on Action. I'm your host, Nathan Bow. I'm joined here by... Ryan. Ryan is returned by popular demand. <laughs> that Troy episode is like one of our highest listeners. Oh, of course, man. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> How many of those listeners were yours? At least 70. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Today we're going to cover Without Remorse. Directed by Stefano Solima. Second unit director, Doug Coleman. And J.J. Perry. And fight coordinator... Can Aiden, I think. <laughs> First thing we're going to break down is I labeled the rescue mission. The setup. A team of U.S. Navy SEALs led by John Kelly, played by Michael B. Jordan, head to Aleppo, Syria to rescue a CIA operative. They're shocked to learn that the kidnappers are not Syrian, but rather Russian military. Mm-hmm. So your thoughts on this scene? Right off the bat, yeah, yeah. Uh, opening scene, we get to know everybody. Um, my first gut feeling was casted poorly. Oh, yeah? Um, Ritter, right away, I didn't believe he was the guy in charge. Oh, uh, uh, Jamie Bell? Yeah. Right away, I didn't see him as a lead guy in the CIA describing what to be doing. Right away, I was like, oh, I, I instantly didn't buy it. Uh, Greer, Karen Greer, I didn't buy her role. She's too soft spoken. Yeah, that's a common common complaint about that. Like oh, she's really? Miscast. Oh man, she was so soft spoken. Like she 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 looked like a model. She was too pretty. I know they gave her that one little fake scar on the jaw, but I'm like, she was way too pretty to be a tough alpha squadron leader. At- See, I thought John Kelly was the leader, but then he reported to her throughout that's the movie, weird, eh? like afterwards. Oh, so he maybe he got demoted after the incident, you mean? Maybe. I didn't really <laughs> I didn't really pay attention much to the scene to be honest. Okay. Um I found I found it pretty generic, like mm-hmm. pretty generic army sequence. Okay. Um the only cool part was the beginning where they kinda appeared out of the water. Came out of the water, yeah. Reminded me a lot of Metal Gear Solid, which I will repeat a lot <laughs> throughout this episode. Okay. Because okay. this whole movie kinda took inspiration from that, or they're just very similar. Okay. I didn't buy that they were in Syria. No? It didn't feel like it when I watched the scene. It felt like a set. Later, when they're, they go to Russia, I felt the exact same. I'm like, it, it just looks like a set. It looks like we're somewhere in Hollywood. I didn't buy it. This one in particular felt like it was like in a, like a parking garage in Toronto. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With a yeah. shootout sequence later yeah. on. There was a few things I picked apart throughout this. Like it, it, As soon as I didn't buy the characters, my mind shifted to, I, I wouldn't say cup half empty. But I just started picking the movie apart and just there's so many things throughout the scene that didn't make sense. And and I'm just like, when, when when the RPG went off and Karen Greer fell through the floor, like realistically, if that RPG is landing right beside her, she's in 12 different pieces. She's True. not like casually, very comfortably fell an entire story. Yep. And she's just like, oh, oh, and then gets back <laughs> up to her feet. Like an RPG just went off by her ankles. That's she, true. And it was damaging enough to blow a four foot by four foot hole in concrete with rebar, but she's just kind of standing again. Yeah. Explosions don't really make sense in this movie. 100%. Like, there's that example, then we'll get to it, but um, the sniper sequence in yep, Russia. With the grenades and all that. <laughs> but how powerful is that explosion to blow that giant hole in the concrete wall? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so back to this scene, nothing really stood out for me other than the beginning water part and a little bit of Michael B. Jordan at the end. Mm-hmm. He got his little John Wick moment, I guess you could call it. When he shoots through the wall? Yeah, shoots the guy through the wall, then stabs the other guy's hand to 
to the other guy's shoulder. Yeah, yeah. The whole scene, and I guess, I guess you could say the movie has this tone of underwhelmingness to it. Yes, yes. It definitely does. As much as I, st- I, I enjoyed this movie. Don't get me wrong, but I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. There was definitely that tone where everything was just very underwhelming. Mm-hmm. I see this movie as a throwback to '90s action thrillers, like okay. revenge flicks. That's why I had a good time with it. Mm-hmm. But it's not gonna make my top ten list anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt like just the the realism of. I mean, a shootout's happening. You would think the, we didn't know it was Russian soldiers yet, but the Russian soldier is running down the stairs with his rifle in a relaxed position. But he's running towards gunfire. You'd think in, even in, in any movie or even when we're just like joking around with Nerf guns, your gun's cocked forward, you're walking down the stairs ready to shoot, and he's just casually walking down the stairs with his rifle in a resting position, and then John Kelly just picks him off with his handgun. Uh, True. Just stuff like that really bothered me throughout the scene. The tone is a little bit not right because they try to come off as super serious, mm. but then there's odd moments like that. Yeah. Especially at the end where he turns it turns into commando. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One man army. Yeah. Um, yeah. But for this scene, what did you rate it out of five? I give it a three out of ten. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> or sorry, not three out of ten. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Three out of five. Sorry. Wow, that's really high. I know. So I'm just like. I, I still, Michael B. Jordan to me saves all the scenes. Everything around him I thought was corny. Um, but Michael B. Jordan, I liked his acting. Uh, three out of five, he saved it for me. Okay. I actually gave it a 1.5. Oh, wow. Of all the scenes that we are going to cover, this was this one was the most underwhelming to me. That mm-hmm. didn't pop. For an opening scene, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 1.5. All right. Next thing we're going to cover is I labeled the Russian retaliation. Mm-hmm. The setup. Three months have passed since the operation in Syria. The Russians retaliate by going after John Kelly's team. Absolutely. I thought it was really cool how for his teammate's death, mm-hmm. both of them were shot in one takes. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, each of them had their death happen and then the shot would just linger on their corpses. It added to the menace of the actions of the Russians. Okay. It made it seem like it was our real world and mm-hmm. that could happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You know who directed this, right? No. He directed Sicario 2. I love that movie. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. Really? Yes. And he came up with this movie after Sicario 2? Well, I don't think he came up with it. Or no, but I mean like this was, oh man. I just, I feel like this should have came first and then he got better with time and came out with Sicario. But for this to be after Sicario, that's really underwhelming. So the second guy that gets killed, did you recognize that guy at all? Uh, from uh, Never Back Down. Yeah, my yeah. boy. Yeah, he was the villain. <laughs> yeah, I love that guy. <laughs> the pretty boy villain. Cam Gagandan. Oh, yeah. I think that's how you pronounce his name. I feel like I haven't seen him since Never Back Down. I feel like he's been the same character in every movie since Never Back Down. Just this kind of like douchey, douchey tough guy. pretty boy, just yeah. in different jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in this one, he's like on his way to the club while his wife is on the phone. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Having a guy's night with his Navy SEAL brothers. This is the unofficial sequel to Never Never Back Down for his character. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. The house attack. I thought this was pretty interesting because in the past, I guess, eight years, we've had two memorable house attack sequences in movies. You had the John Wick one. Okay. Then you had Nobody, which is this year. Mm-hmm. I liked how they flipped it. Like the bad guys win. Oh. I mean for I mean he got away, yeah. 
But I mean, there's still a lot of deaths in it, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah. but I mean, it was part of their plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like to leave one guy dead. Yeah, that's I, true. I just liked how the hero didn't really came off victorious. Like he got shot, his wife got killed. Yeah. And uh, side note, did you watch the Aaron Hernandez documentary? No. Okay. Do you know what his wife looks like? Shanae. Vaguely, vaguely. Okay. Yeah. Damn it. This isn't going to sound cool. But anyways, his wife in this movie, Michael B. Jordan's wife, looks just like her. Oh, yeah? It trips me out. Okay. I'm going to have to check that out when we're done here. Yeah. You can Google it. Yeah. It trips me out. And they're both pregnant, too. Oh, wild. Yeah. Crazy. Blew my mind. Yeah, yeah. Back to the scene, though. Something that kind of threw me off. Why didn't he just assume it was his wife walking around? Like, oh, yeah. He just grabs his gun, cocks it, and starts like very like slowly walking up the staircase. Hmm. If my wife was upstairs, why wouldn't I assume that was her creaking? Like, true. He, he instantly went to home invasion instead of being like, "My wife is up getting a drink." This reminds me of the Pistorius argument. What? What? Oscar Pistorius. Okay. Blade Runner. I, I never saw it. No, no, the guy with no legs. Remember, he's like. Oh, an and he shot through the bathroom door. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Sorry. Oh, like the realist. Yeah, the, the real, real one. guy. Yeah. Remember okay. They're, and they're like, "Why did you? Why did you think it was your girlfriend as opposed to like instantly? You instantly thought it was a home invasion." Yeah. Yeah. Really, what you just said. I. It just. It blows my mind. I'm like, power goes out all the time. You, yeah. You wake up and your your stove is is flashing at you because the power went out at midnight. Mm-hmm. Happens all the time. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just assume the creaking you're hearing upstairs is your significant other grabbing a drink or something, did, going to the bathroom in the middle of the night? But did you like any of the actual action sequence in this part? No. Really? Yeah, man. I was very cup half empty of this movie. It was super underwhelming you know, all like the way the part through. Where he rushes the guy, they're both shooting at each other, and then they fall down, and the flashlight just spins. And it kind of spins around and keeps going in their eyes. Sure. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> sure. I'll leave it at sure. <laughs> okay, what did you rate this scene? Two out of five. Okay. I gave the scene a four out of five. Okay. I really enjoyed it. The first two kills were A++, and I liked the flip on the house attack, how he doesn't come out unscathed. Mm-hmm. I would. I will say, I made a note, I really liked the music for that scene. Okay. It was cre- just creepy enough that it got you into it a bit. It reminded me of the music from Sicario, too. Yeah, yeah. I really, I really like the vibe of them entering the house. I thought the music was perfect. Okay, next thing we're going to cover is the prison fight. The setup. John Kelly tracks down a corrupt Russian diplomat and kills him after getting information. He's arrested and sent to prison. The guards attempt to drag him to an undisclosed location. John Kelly says no. All right, so where you at with this? I really like the build-up to the actual fight. Mm-hmm. How they, you can hear them coming back with more guards. Yeah. Takes off his shirt, splashes water on, water on himself on the ground. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot, how he's, he's prepping for the fight. One continuity error I noticed when he took his shirt off, there was no bullet scars. Yeah, none. I paused it. I zoomed in, and I'm like, "Where is it? Where are his bullet scars? Dude was just like picked apart." I think a while has passed. I, I mean, mean, even you know when he was swimming, his, his hair was longer and stuff like that, right? Yeah, but um, but even when he was swimming during rehab, there was no bullet bullet wounds. Yeah, you you would have those for life being yeah. shot that many times in the upper torso. Yeah, I don't know. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I agree. There yeah. should definitely be bullet scars. Yeah. I've seen this scene before in Suicide Squad with Will Smith. Yeah? Remember? Or did you not I, watch I, it? I saw it a long time ago, though. It was like at the very beginning of the movie where Will Smith is like in prison and okay, <laughs> like, come and get me. They rush in. Yeah, eh? Yeah, same scene. No way. But he gets beaten up. Okay, okay. I thought the way the action was shot was pretty well done. Actually. Yeah. This was, we'll get to it later, but this is one of my badass moments. Okay, I really okay. like this fight scene, how he opens, he, he starts with the big stomp to the chest and mm-hmm. the fight felt very real. It felt like you were in the in that little cell with them. It's well done. And if you listen to my Mortal Kombat episode or my Falcon Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. both of those shows and TV, they, they do that thing where it cuts too often. Mm-hmm. Like there's like four or five cuts for two moves. Whereas this one, it keep it stays wide while mm-hmm. he does moves and moves around them. Yeah. It was at, it was pretty precisely done and well cut together. Mm-hmm. I do have a few nitpicks with it though. Kicking, like him kicking in general. Mm-hmm. You know how he like splashed all that water on the ground? Yeah. You think that's so they can trip over. So they right? can slip and yeah. 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 But they don't forever. Yeah. Like they never go back to the water. Yeah. And he's like kicking, he throws a sidekick. Yeah, you'd think his feet would be slipping out from underneath him. Oh and- yeah. Yeah, yeah, I me personally, I wouldn't throw a kick in that situation. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just putting it out there. Um, and also the guards, it it looks like they're waiting for him a little bit. Like he he grabs the guy, throws him. The guy just waits until the next move. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah, um, I would have liked more like Muay Thai sweeps, maybe some judo throws, and yeah. use some water to add more flair to it. Yeah, but I get what they what they were going for, like mm-hmm. gritty. Yeah, you know, very just hand to hand combat. Yeah, yeah. What did you rate this? 3.5 out of 5. Oh, wow. I rated the same one. Yeah? 3.5 out of 5. Only because of those nitpicks I just added. I deducted a few yeah? points. Yeah. No, I really liked this. I enjoyed this scene a lot. Next we have is the plane crash. Mm-hmm. The setup. John Kelly, Kellen Greer. Let, or, sorry. John Kelly, Karen Greer lead a team of CIA black ops to Russia. Their mission is to find Viktor Rykov. An ex-Spetsnaz officer. The plane is intercepted by a Russian fighter jet and is shot down into the barren, barren sea. Mm-hmm. I only wrote, wrote one note for this. And I'll show you. Terrifying. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> 100%, man. That was great. I, I really like this scene. Yeah. 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 It, it was almost too uncomfortable to watch, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Because I hate flying. And you hate yeah, flying. I hate flying. <laughs> When's the last time you've been on a plane? Um, thirty-three years old now. Um, thirty-three years, maybe. Oh, oh, I wow. think maybe I was in my mom's stomach. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I mean, it's been, it's been probably two two or three years for me. Yeah, I, I still fly. You know, for trips to Cuba or Mexico. Yeah, but I hate it every time. Yeah, yeah. I hate it. I hate flying. Yeah, I actually I almost uh, went on a plane and then I end up watching the movie The Gray. And then oh. I was just like, yeah, no, <laughs> this is now. <laughs> yeah, but this is like 10 times worse. It's pitch black. Yeah. They're in the sea. Yeah. And it's yeah. quickly drowning. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Worst case scenario. Did not like it. Yeah. I mean, well done, but I did not like experiencing yeah. it. Yeah. Jesus. And the lights are going out too. Yeah. No, it was a very realistically scary scene. Yeah. Yeah. The only unrealistic part is how the plane lands and they're fine. Like in the water. Well, that and then there's one other very realistic part. So I'll, I'll, I'll get to it though. Okay. Yeah. In the pl- For the plane? 
Yeah. Sorry, I'll I'll just say it. We're on the topic now. So, um, <laughs> when he goes after the gear and the plane sinking, yeah. For how long he's underwater and how heavy that thing is, he's got to be hundreds of feet underwater now. Oh yeah. Like the, the pressure would like explode this dude's head. True. And he just casually just keeps kind of looking for the gear, and I'm like, you would be really. You're in the middle of the ocean. That plane is deep right now. Yeah. And it's just sinking and sinking and sinking, and he just casually just keeps looking for the gear. Mm-hmm. That's that's the only thing that uh, that threw me off. True. Yeah. Uh, what did you rate this one out of five? I gave it a four out of five. Oh, same. Four, yeah. four out of five for myself. I really enjoyed how long the shots were. Um, as the plane started to sink, how the entire plane started doing mm-hmm. a full 360. Mm-hmm. It started going upside down, and the shots were so long. I loved it. It yeah. really made it feel real. It was well done, but I still deducted it a mark only because it, like the whole movie, it, there's this sense of underwhelmingness to it. Yeah. It always, it's always there. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the lighting, the coloring, <laughs> the color correction. There's just something. It's, uh, it, I, it, it seems cheap a little bit. Yeah. It, it's almost just the script, how they're like, when, when, when he's trying to convince Greer why he needs to go after, he's like, there's no mission if there's no gear. And she's like, okay. And it, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> it just feels so like cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't think cheese is the term. I, I'd say cheap. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. No, that's a better term, yeah. I, I mean, it's, an, it's not a Netflix movie, but a lot of Netflix movies, I find them to be to come off cheap. Mm-hmm. And Amazon Prime, yeah, this one came off cheap. Yeah, this it, one did, yeah, it, 100%. Yeah, it felt like a TV movie almost. That's on the vibe I got. I'm like, if this wasn't an Amazon Prime, this is one of those straight-to-DVD films. Yeah, it, it did feel like that. Yeah. Did you know? Well, do you know anything about the Jack Ryan stuff? Um, like Jack- with with Jim Halbert or John Krasinski? Sorry. <laughs> so Jack Ryan is a character. Yeah. From the novels, and there's been all these iterations, like Harrison Ford, Alec Baldwin, uh, Ben Affleck. Okay. So the the Jim from the Office. Yeah. He, the that one's the Amazon Prime show. There's actually a connection between the this and that. Yeah. The character of John Kelly is part of the Jack Ryan universe. Oh wow! He's like a side character, in like uh, within the novels. Oh yes. wow! Yes. So because Tom Clancy created a um, a Jack Ryan universe, mm-hmm. Jack Ryan's the most popular. The second popular character is uh, is John Kelly. John John Clark. He becomes John Clark. Okay. Yeah, he's like the more hands on guy because oh John Clark after he goes yes, dark yes. right right yeah because right. Jack Ryan he's he's more of the analytical he outsmarts people yeah. Um, whereas John Clark gets his hands dirty. Okay. I, I love the Jack Ryan series. Both seasons were oh, really? like, oh man, I loved them. So do you know about the connection between the two? No, no, I didn't. No. So Karen Greer, mm-hmm. she is the niece of James Greer, who is Jack Ryan's boss. Okay. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't put together the Greer and the Greer. Well, I mean, I, I didn't even know they were connected. So yeah. Now well, te- that you say that. Yeah. Technically they're not, but they can easily connect. Like this was made without thinking about Jack Ryan at all, but in in the storyline, Karinger is yes. Okay, wow. Yes, but they did make a reference to her uncle in this one, mm-hmm. where the one guy is like, "I know your uncle." Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't even pick that. Yeah, very cool. Next thing we got to cover is the sniper apartment scene. The setup: John Kelly and his team arrive at Rykov's apartment. They're surprised to see Rykov's men dead and Rykov himself armed with an explosive vest. He detonates it. The team are 
pinned down by multiple snipers. They realized this was all a setup. Now, this is the part where I said, as I watched the movie and Rykov gives that speech, yeah. other like tools of the government. I'm yeah. like, this is right out of Metal Gear Solid. Oh yeah. Did you ever play those games? No, no. Okay. I mean, one of the greatest games ever, like game video game series ever. It was a very video game monologue. Yes. Where they basically just lay everything out for you. Hey man, you haven't been paying attention. Here's the entire storyline. Yeah. 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 And what, what precedes it is like a video game boss battle too. Yeah. 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 World's worst snipers. <laughs> yeah. But I still loved it. I actually really loved this scene. Really, eh? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Maybe because I'm a video gamer and it just... Yeah. It, it was like my world now. I'm like, oh, shit. It just... I, I, I was just looking at the the realistic... Like, when, when, when those two uh, police cars showed up yeah. and the sniper then had perfect accuracy, picked both of them off, one shot each right in the forehead, and then they go back to the characters we know and maybe close to 100 shots were taken. They only hit two guys, one in the knee, one in the yeah. stomach. It's just, I'm like, come on, guys. The uh, It just wasn't lining up for me. There was a part where they're running down the hallway and John's uh, doing cover fire. Mm-hmm. And the guy runs and then he stops doing cover fire. The sniper still fires anyways. And it goes, it goes right above the other guy's head. <laughs> Is that when he doesn't even duck? Yeah. And he just like casually kind of keeps going? Yeah. Okay. I did notice that part too. <laughs> and yeah, it just bounces off beside him and he just doesn't even phase him. Yeah. Oh, just. I think that was more of a special special effects thing. The guys in editing just added that muzzle flash. Yeah. Without even thinking. Mm. They're yeah. like, "Hey, it would be cool if he fires at this point." Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It, it it made the actors just seem corny. I I just I I couldn't buy the scene at all. <laughs> I'm a sucker for video game boss battles. I'm also a sucker for sniper scenes. Mm-hmm. I love sniper scenes in movies. Cause good the- ones, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, there was always there was always that satisfactory moment when they finally get the sniper, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not that satisfactory in this one, but they it still happened. Yeah. How Karen got to kill him. Yeah. Uh, by herself, by herself, mm-hmm. and how John kind of takes his time to get there. <laughs> I actually really enjoyed the Karen fight scene because it it was realistic in a sense of there's no way she was going to overpower that guy. Yeah. So she was kind of using cheap technique to like gouge to the eye to the throat stuff like that and she ended up pulling out a w so mm-hmm. i really i i liked the realism of that fight another thing i just want to point out about the whole sniper thing i know you hate it but i i felt that the filmmakers did a good job at making it feel very claustrophobic okay because they found out where the one sniper was they're stuck in that room and then the second one yeah and they open yeah. the door they're like Sni- another sniper yeah, yeah i just yeah. thought that was cool that's just me. The The concept was very cool. I just think it was like portrayed poorly. But the concept of that exact situation, if we could have done that in Sicario, I'd be all for it. <laughs> I just, I, I couldn't buy it with these characters. I don't really know anything about sniper rifles, but it looked like it was the same sniper rifle from Hurt Locker. Oh, really? It looked like it. Where they, It looks more like a rail gun, like the one they use in RoboCop. <laughs> really, eh? <laughs> yeah. No doubt. Yeah. I don't know anything about guns. I'm pretty sure it's just a regular sniper rifle. But yeah, just the, yeah. the look of it, I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. Rail guns. Cool. Cool. We're, we're going to talk about this because it's part of the scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, how John John Kelly goes on a one-man army at the mm-hmm. end. Did you see the continuity error there? No, I didn't really pay attention. So when him and Greer are chatting and he says he's going to you know, give them an out, when he starts to proceed up the stairs... 
he's limping and he's gasping for air on every step because mm-hmm. he's hurt. And then all of a sudden it cuts to him on the roof and he's smoothly, flawlessly walking <laughs> across the roof. I'm like one scene ago, this oh, dude wow. is just like, if, if you go back and watch it, he, he's catching his breath off of every step. And all of a sudden he's just gliding on the rooftop. I didn't even notice. I did, man. I was picking this, this scene apart. I mean, the only thing that I picked apart I mentioned earlier was the whole explosion they made, the, mm-hmm. the hole in the concrete wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, how strong is that explosion? Yeah. I mean, you're in construction. Is that, yeah. Is that possible? I'm, I'm not into the explosions, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just build it. I'm not really okay. uh, in the demolition part. That's funny. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about his one-man army here. This is when their tone kind of shifts, where mm-hmm. it goes from real, realistic to... Arnold from the 80s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he throws three grenades. He goes three for three on the cop car. And I just, right away, I was like, man, that's really good accuracy. He, he went grenade, cop car, grenade, cop car, grenade, cop car. Hmm. Right from the rooftop. And I just, I don't know. I, I I just didn't buy it. And also, when he reaches the ground floor, he shoots those guys pretty easily, too. From the hip. Yeah. And they're all, all those guys are cocked with their guns, like, yeah, in, yeah, in a yeah. proper stance. He's shooting from the hip and picking them off one by one. <laughs> and did you notice all the guys he ran into in the hallway, none of them had guns. Really? It was all hand-to-hand combat, everyone he ran into. Yeah, that's true in the the staircase. Part. In the staircase. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. all, and I'm like, these cops, these Russian military are coming into a building where there's a guy on a rooftop shooting down at them. Mm-hmm. Why is nobody armed? Every person he ran into is just a hand-to-hand combat fight. Well, I guess they were trying to like spice it up for the movie's sake, right? Yeah. Because they can't let Karen steal the show, steal yeah. the thunder. Yeah. They're like, all right, we'll give him some like hand-to-hand stuff. <laughs> it was good, though. The hand-to-hand stuff I thought was great. It was it was good. Um, yeah. Honestly, I was pretty surprised at how well the action was shot in this movie. Yeah. Like the hand-to-hand stuff. Yeah. No, that I think that was the saving grace of this movie. Every time it was hand-to-hand combat, it was a great scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And his exit was way too easy, too. Didn't he like throw gas grenades and then... Put on some a Russian guy's mask and yeah. just walked out of the building. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, that, he kind of he kind of just. And the one thing that made me chuckle was so the explosion just went off, and as you see him leaving, there's already fire trucks there springing down the fire. I'm like, this this explosion went off seconds ago, <laughs> and they already got the fire trucks working. Yeah, but here's the thing: it, they probably called nine one one when they heard all the gunfire, and we yeah. called nine one one. Yeah, um, everything comes. Yeah, you're right. That's how it yeah. is here. I'm sure that's how it is in Russia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, what did you rate this out of five? Um, I give it a 3.5 out of five because of how much I like the hand-to-hand combat. Yeah. Um, that saved it for me. Nice. But, uh, yeah. I gave it a 4.5. I generally enjoyed the scene, but I deducted it a 0.5 because he turns into Arnold from Commando at the end. Yeah. Eh? No, I, I, I really liked much. all... And... and Throughout this whole movie, anytime there's hand-to-hand combat, it was shot really, really well. All right, let's move on to ratings and rankings. Mm-hmm. Radar hero, John Clark. 4.5 out of 5. Nice. I liked him. You liked him? Yeah. I He, he was convincing. He was the saving grace of this movie, for yes. sure. I gave him a 3.5. Mm-hmm. He was definitely convincing. He did lift the material. Yeah. Unfortunately, the material wasn't the greatest for him. Mm-hmm. I still felt like he was miscast a little bit. Really? A little bit. So my, what, what what's wrong with Michael B. Jordan? I know he's not young. He's around our age. But yeah. He, he comes off as too young. I can see that. 
in Creed, I think he's incredible. Yeah. He's incredible in Creed. But Perfect. then in Black Panther, I didn't buy his character. Because okay. I, I don't see him as that intense. He like Creed almost works because he's 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 the nice guy. He's the nice guy that has some oomph behind him to to get the job done. But mm-hmm. I don't see him as this intense badass like in Black Panther or in this in this role. I I still thought he was a great actor, but I I just didn't buy it. Next up, we have Radar villain Guy Pierce. I don't even know his character name. I just know him as his Guy name Pierce. Is Secretary Clay. Guy Pierce. All right. I gave him four. Wow. I give him a two. I get it. He's He didn't have much screen time. The script didn't do him any favors. Part of the reason why I gave him a four is that he himself elevated the material because he's so good at playing the sympathetic boss, but then switch to be like the slimy. Yeah, yeah. He, he's got those characteristics like just, yeah. His yeah. eyes, he looks like a serpent. Yeah. I know, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. And did you, you said you really liked him in Lawless, right? Oh, he was amazing in Lawless. Yeah. Like, he was a perfect bad guy. But in, in this movie, I gave him a two. I he, he didn't convince me for his role. I felt like when you're watching a movie, you want your actor to convince you he is that person. And then you get lost in the movie. Mm-hmm. And the whole time, I just felt like I was watching Guy Pierce acting. Okay. Yeah. I didn't buy him in that role. Even though he's perfectly suited for that role. He just didn't convince me in that role. Next up, we have top three badass moments. You want to start? Sure. I got number three is him going after the gear in the plane crash. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. He knows if he goes back to US, he's a felon. He's a real one here with nothing to lose. So he did it. And that's pretty badass. Okay. Cool. You? Number three for me is John Kelly when he's talking to the CIA guy where he thinks the CIA guy is betraying him mm-hmm. and he shoots right above his head. Right above his head. Yeah. <laughs> While choking him, that that mm-hmm. loved it. What do you got for number two? Oh shoot, I couldn't read this writing. I'm like, what did I have for number two? Sorry, number two. Uh, when he lit the car on fire and he jumped in to shoot that Russian. Yeah, that was pretty badass, man. Yeah, the trailer shot. Yeah, and the yeah. And, uh, windows are cracking around him from the heat, and yeah, it was pretty cool. And not to mention himself covered in gasoline or yeah. alcohol. Oh, to to smell like booze. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. Number two for me, I have Karen killing the sniper by herself. Okay. Because yeah. normally in movies, you'll see the guy, the hero get there at the nick of time and save yeah. the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like she was about to die and then he would have came in and saved the day. But yeah. the fact that she did herself. Yeah. What'd you have for number one? What? what a, well, what's your number one? Oh, sorry. My number one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when he purposely drives a car off the bridge. That was pretty badass. Okay. All of a sudden, you just see him buckle in the seatbelt and just crank a hard left. That's pretty badass. That's kind of like his thing, eh? What's that? Trapping himself in deathly situations with a bad guy. Yeah? <laughs> and he somehow survives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because my number one is basically your number two. Him going, lighting the car on fire and sitting in the car. Yeah, yeah. And asking the guy questions calmly. Yeah. That was badass, man. I like that for sure. What do you have for best action scene? Uh, I I, I like the prison. I thought it was the most realistic combat. Okay. Um, That scene, I believed it all the way through. It was great. I would have chosen that scene if not for the fact that the water didn't come into play. Oh, okay. If the water came into play where it shows the guy slipping over, he's doing foot sweeps. Yeah, yeah. And throws. That would have been sick. That would have been my number one. 
I gave it to the sniper scene. I just love this scene. It felt like a video game boss battle, <laughs> and I love sniper scenes. <laughs> All right, that's dope. <laughs> that's awesome. Anything you want to say before we end it? You want to bring Carter in there? Carter, you're in. You want to introduce Carter? Who's Carter? This is my son, Carter, and he's a big fan of these podcasts, and uh, he's here to watch us do this one. What do you want to say before we end this here, Carter? Um. Well, my dad at home said that the thing was like a really bad movie, but how you guys explained it, it sounded like a good movie. <laughs> Thanks, Carter. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. Anything you want to say, Brian, before we wrap this? No, man. That was awesome. Awesome show. Oh, sorry. Oh. No, man. That was awesome. Awesome show. Carter got to uh, witness it in the making, which is pretty cool. But uh, no, I'm looking forward to our next film, which will be Fast and Furious, the first one. <laughs> um, I recommended this movie to you because I figured you'd like it because you're into those Jack Carr books. Yeah, yeah. And they're nothing alike. Oh, man, it's the same storyline. They're identical. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, uh, so Jack Carr, the, 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 the first book of the series was this movie to a T. Mm -hmm. It was crazy how his wife and daughter are killed and. Uh, he was set up by the higher ups. He's going after the Secretary of Defense. Like, oh wow, it was such a similar storyline. It was crazy, <laughs> where he was set up to fail, and then now he's going dark to yeah. take out all these government officials. Yeah, yeah. It was. I felt like I was watching the book I just read, just not as well as the book. No, well, I mean, it's different when when you're reading a book, you're picturing yeah what you want to picture, and you know, and and in the book, I was picturing. Uh, Jacko Willick. Oh, Jacko uh, Willick. Yeah, right. yeah. But uh, I guess they casted Chris Pratt, which I wasn't picturing like a prettier guy. I was picturing a rougher looking dude mm. like Jocko. And what's that character's name for that book? Reese. Reese? Yeah. Jack Reese? Yeah. Nice. Okay, let's wrap it up. Yes, sir. Well, that is for this episode. Ryan, thanks for coming in. Yes, Probably going to get a lot me. of listens all from you. Awesome. <laughs> thanks, and Carter. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and we will be back. Music for the eighth and on action is done by Mason Tickle. If you like what you heard, please rate, review, subscribe. Be sure to check out our YouTube page, Ethan on Action. We do reaction videos and movie reviews. Thanks for tuning in, and we will be back.